0: Beastnet is brought to you by James Safety Services and in partnership with Beast OCR. Here we discuss all things OCR and fitness related, running, endurance, conditioning, rucking, and more. Welcome to Beastnet. Hi,
1: this is Charity Pick and Ryan
2: Pick, Mike Hammer, and Don or whatever
3: from
1: Beastnet.
3: Let's get to talking about what's going on in Canada. Um,
2: We're just all up here, and, you know, all
4: apologetic and hanging out in our igloos.
3: So right now, the the Beastnet crew down here in the U.S. we've been talking about going international, and uh, and we kind of hooked up with the Fix, um, Charity and Ryan, and you guys hear them on the show tonight. And, you know, we just wanted to kind of get out there and let everybody know who's going to be uh, hosting special episodes of BeastNet International or, as we've been deciding to call it, BNCA, as in, what up, eh? I think to start, we discussed, we're going to start out with, with one episode a month uh, starting on the 15th. Jerry, <laughs> you've been on the show before. We know you fairly well. Ryan. Who are you? You're just some guy that we've never even had on the show, I don't think. I've never met you until that one day when you're watching me. Movies. No, I'm, I've, uh,
4: I've never been graced with being on the show. Um, but you guys have uh, definitely talked to my wife a few times, and I thought maybe it was uh, about time you heard a new voice for once and uh, begged, pleaded to come on the show. And then you guys to go and throw us our own show. So this was going to be fun.
0: It is. as well. We we took a um, while to get him, Ryan, on the show because we weren't sure if we we're going to need an interpreter because his accent can get kind of thick.
1: So.
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, my on, uh, I guess my on race um, persona is a little different than my in person. Uh, I'm a little bit more in your face when we're out in a race. Uh, you know, letting everyone know around us that we're Canadian, eh? yeah. Um, you know, off, it, it's about the same, but uh, not, just not mm-hmm. as many don't be such a hosers and, you know, not doing the weird dances that I was trying to do when we were out there on course. So, you know, I think uh, bumping into us on course that day and yeah, <laughs> running together um, really brought us all together. And uh, we all had uh, lots of... So lots of great times out on the course, and you now I've run quite a few races. Uh, my wife got me into doing this. Uh, we've been doing it now for five years. Actually, Charity's been doing it for six years. Um, we've been doing it together for five. Uh, she had done her. She was doing like a little road race, uh, the Vancouver Sun Run. Uh, She's done it a couple times and went out to do a Spartan, and I wasn't able to make it because of work, and I saw all the pictures that she took, and I'm a big kid, and most of the pictures she took had her crawling through mud, and I said, I wanted to do that too, uh, because I'm just a big kid, and she said, all right, you know, we'll go and do it next year. We went and did the same race next year, which was the Spartan Mount Seymour race, and uh, I had just a ton of fun doing it. Um, you know, you, every picture is me jumping and, you know, throwing the horns at the, the camera. And Charity's just stone cold determination in every picture. And um, I just said, yeah, we, we should do this again. She's like, oh, there's this other little one called Mutter. Would you want to do that one? I'm like, I did this one. Not a problem. Uh, you know, you get us a good deal. And what was it, like two weeks? She, yeah, she, she grabbed tickets and we went and did the Tough Mudder and just had a blast. And ever since then, we've been races together and, uh, just having a great time. And, um, you know, in the last five years together, we've done almost a hundred different events together. Um, that we would like, I kept, I keep track of pretty much every race that we do in a little document that just says, you know, what race it was, how long it took, what type of race it was. Cause I'm, I, I like my organization. So but uh, yeah, you know, just, we've been doing that. And ever since then I've been uh charity and I have been different ambassadors for different companies. I've been Spartan ambassador. I am again this year. Uh, Tough Mudder Ambassador as well, Charity is as well. And uh, we've just been bringing anything and everything OCR to our friends. We've been bringing them out and having them join us and just having a a ton of fun together. And the OCR community is what keeps me coming back. And uh, meeting you guys on course was definitely one of the highlights for sure. I'm going to try and log back in on my phone so you guys can chat with Charity now. Here, I'll be right back.
1: Good. So
3: everyone's so quiet. Guys, uh, yeah, everyone's afraid of Charity. Nobody wants to talk to her. But, I know, uh, right? You guys, you guys just got back from uh, from Australia. You are trying to do a, uh, a Tough Mudder down there. What happened? What happened there?
1: Uh, the fires that were in Sydney. Uh, there was actually a fire that was headed towards where Tough Mudder was supposed to be. So, for racer safety, they canceled it.
3: So Mike gets the hurricane, and you get the fire.
1: Yep, that's I guess the way it works.
3: And I'm back. Did you miss me?
4: Yeah, the um, you know, it, it was sad that, uh, you know, it was our five-year uh, racecation that we decided to put together. We went to uh, Australia and we were going to do a race in Sydney. And two days prior to the race, they canceled it uh, due to the wildfires, which is totally acceptable, you know, like wasn't the only reason that we went there it was a major reason i went but um you know we still had fun there um we didn't notice anything to do with the fires while we were there until we were in sydney the first day um was pretty nice it was just a regular day but the next two days were uh were pretty foggy with all of the haze from the the fires in the area so you could really tell that they were they were hitting being hit hard down there for sure and still are yeah Um, let's see, what, what do, what does six have happening Mm. this year? I know this year is a pretty big one for Charity. Uh, what what are you planning on doing this year, Charity?
1: Um, well this year ends in like two weeks or a bit, you mean 2020. (laughs) Close enough. (laughs) Uh, Um, so for 2020, I've decided to go for uh, a couple of endurance races. I'm going to do a 12 hour tough in LA in April. And I'm doing world's toughest
4: modern in November nice mm-hmm. yeah we're I'm gonna be heading out with her to um to worlds. I may go to l a with her as well depends on whether we're gonna bring our little one or be able to find somebody to watch here for us. Uh, So that's kind of up in the air, but uh, I'd mentioned to her last night, and she kind of liked the idea I made, you know, if we go, I'd like to do uh, L.A. during the day, and then she can do the, you know, the toughest overnight, and I can, you know, help pit for her as a prelude to helping pit for her in um, Texas.
3: Hmm. i am also tried. Go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, I was listening to another podcast. They're talking about World's Toughest down in Atlanta, how that was the last year it was going to be there, and uh, how Coach Mudd decided to, uh, to work in a 24-hour DJ spot at about two and a half miles mm-hmm. in, I guess. I don't know if anybody was there to see that, but I heard that was just a, a wild party the whole time. So I'm hoping to do that again for you guys in Texas.
4: Yeah, I wasn't there, and uh, there was charity this year. Um, it's one of the first years I've missed in the last couple of years. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I do hope that they are able to uh, put it together because uh, I heard people were just having tons of fun, dancing, doing the boogaloo, do, doing whatever they could just to get through there, and he was uh, you know, helping keep everyone going through the night.
3: So when we were out on the course at Tough Mudder, which was uh, everybody at BeastNet's, First tough mutter, us, us Americans. We never got around to doing it until this year. Lots of Spartans, lots of warrior dashes, lots mm-hmm. of everything else. We never got out and did tough mutter. Um, we finally got out and we did it with you. And uh, I think on course there, that's where a lot of the conversation uh, that led into the expansion of uh, BeastNet International or BeastNet Canada A eh? um, came. And uh, so, what kind of what kind of made you and Charity? think about doing a, a podcast or joining up with us just because we're a bunch of crazy guys down here trying to have some fun or what happened there
1: i'm trying to remember but i think i've been part of the Beach ocr facebook group for at least a year so mike and i have been talking for a bit about various things i actually think i talked him into doing a tough letter i think that's the way it ended up going <laughs> Yes, you did. And um, just in terms of everything else, like when we see people we know in course, it's always awesome to just, you know, join up and talk, get to know people. Because some people, you see them at their absolute worst. And for me, I find that some people are the most honest. And it's about having fun, too, right? Like everyone, of course, is family. Everybody. So...
4: For me, it was, um, you know, just missing community. Um, you know, for, we've been a and I've been part of this now for five years and there's always been a, a pretty good group that we've been with and that group kind of disbanded a couple of years ago and, you know, something kind of came in its wake and unfortunately, uh, the leader of that group kind of moved away and it's, to me, it's left a large hole in the OCR community here in Vancouver. And, um, you know, I've I've talked to a lot of people and they're like, you know, we need to do something else. And, um, you know, I've I've been part of beasts from afar, you know, going through Facebook and so forth and just seeing, you know, what you guys do and heard a lot about you guys from different events that we've been to. Um, You know, we even ran with some of the beasts in, um uh, where does it go south portland when we were in portland oregon we ran with a bunch of the beasts there they had like the biggest tent or the biggest team tent there and you know we met a bunch of people there and just had a, a great time out there and you know i just felt that there was a need to to bring community back to ocr here in vancouver and the beast's didn't really have a huge showing here and you know i know there's a a, one of our friends melissa joyal she's been you know i believe she's on the beast pro team and she's canadian and i think she was kind of the first foot in the door of getting beasts into canada slash bc and uh, i think between the three of us uh, melissa myself and charity uh we were really hoping to get the beast's Roots in Canada started here, and um, that's yeah. basically kind of where I was wanting to or hoping that it would all go, and it seems to be coming along pretty well now. So,
3: yeah, you know, you're right. Uh, I've talked with I've talked with uh, with Coach Alley and. And we went through the whole transition of the last three years, what happened up there in uh, Vancouver with uh, the Van City. And then it moved to Van City Ninja and then Grit Farm and then Grit Farm Fitness. And it moved to Canyon Alpine, you know, a couple hundred miles away or a couple hundred kilometers away. And you know, adding the smell, as we like to call her, to the uh, protein this year, I think that's going to give us a lot more presence up there. Um, along with, of course, the international beast net now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think um, it's a, uh, a beast
4: ambassador or two over this way, and um, I know there's more than a large amount of people that are kind of looking for a group to run with and or even train with or you know just be part of. And um, yeah, I think you know I think it's just going to fill a, a, a hole for them.
1: And the other thing, too, is that um, Allison has just started offering an obstacle sports coaching certification, and so I'm taking that because that way, once we do get a bigger group up here, I can help facilitate training and set up runs and build a community that way as well to have someone that can help train people for the obstacles, and Melissa's doing the same, so there'll be two of us that'll be coaches when we're done.
3: Nice. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you do nutrition also, don't you? Um, That's part of what you were working on also was a nutrition program up there, uh, charity. And I think somebody was working on being a a certified trainer, uh, regular personal trainer up there, wasn't there? I don't know if was Mel or somebody.
1: Yeah, so I got my level one nutrition certification last year, and then I managed to get um, a good deal on the level two. So I'm doing the level two master class in that right now. I've just started doing Allison's course and then, and I'm hoping to in September go for my personal training. I've got a lot of goals on the product, not only to help myself, but to help everyone around us. So lots of stuff going on. Oh, and that'll be awesome.
3: I know right now we've got, uh, we've got some beasts that do, uh, workouts of the day up in like Bellingham. So the trick, you know, maybe just a little bit across the border, you guys might be able to do some, some international workouts and stuff. Um, one of the things that, uh, that I've been working at as the Beastnet net producer, um, is, is lining up some, some guests for the Canadian show. And, uh, Ryan has given me a heck of a fun list to start working with. And then you guys have a lot of connections with, uh, the Tough Mudder team, uh, with all the years and the last couple of years of being ambassadors, um, with, with Mike and I, and, and Kyle. A lot of what we've done, of course, has been Spartan. So we've we've been reaching out to a lot more Spartans, and I think bringing in the the tough mudder atmosphere and team, the way that tough mudder is so much more of a party and so much, and I hate to say it, so much more fun, is mm-hmm. it's just a fun environment compared to Spartan, where it's challenge, 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 carry this sixty pound sack up and down a hill, challenge, 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 you know, a lot of personal grit and and stuff. That's where Tough Mudders, hey, run up that hill, get covered in mud, slide back down it, fall, get muddy, go jump on that block, get muddy. Hey, maybe we'll have you go get muddy some more. Carl up that tube when they pour mud on you. Yeah, and that's, that, that's just a lot more fun, like Ryan said, a big kid's playground. And, and I think you guys are going to mm-hmm. bring a lot more of those people to the show, I think. Uh, at least that's kind of what my plans are. Going forward, um, I think to start, we discussed we're going to start out with, with one episode a month uh, starting on the 15th and and with just the influx of, of Canadians that have all raised their hand with a little bit of uh, exposure that we've already had. Um, we might, might have Ryan and Charity uh, recording some regular BeastNet episodes too. Just because there's there's too many Canadians that want on the show all of a sudden. Is uh is there somewhere that uh, if somebody knows
4: a Canadian that they feel would be a great fit for the show that they can contact uh, us like an email address or something like that?
3: So yeah, there's a lot of different ways they can contact us. You know, just about every media outlet, whether it's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr. Um, I don't know what other ones we got, but uh, it's all BeastNet Pod is what the handle is on there. And then specifically to reach the the Canadian team, if you want, it's uh International at gmail com. And also, you can follow us on Facebook at BeastNetPod for the American podcast or BeastNet International for the everything podcast. Yeah, you know, as it sits right now, we've got the the two going and. The, uh, BeastNet website, which is www.beastnetpod.com. That's currently getting overhauled. Um, got some big announcements coming out, uh, right around the Christmas party that, that we'll be announcing, uh, some, some partnerships and whatnot. That'll be really exciting. And that'll help us with our, our obstacle training and, uh, whatnot going forward. So that'll be a little good one for a lot of people to listen to the, uh, the episode that we probably record at the Christmas party. As far as reaching us, you can also—I mean—you got Boggs, Don, Beastnet Kyle, uh, Pretty Mike, James, of course, Charity, and Ryan. Fick, all of us are on Facebook. We're all pretty, pretty easy to find, I think. The one thing that I, I cannot stress enough—if you like what you're hearing, whatever your podcast platform is, make sure and subscribe to it, and then if you can, leave us a comment. Those uh, those people that use analytics—they love those five-star reviews and they love when people are subscribed and that's how you get picked to be a spotlight podcast is just the number of people that are liking and reviewing you.
4: The kind of content that you can probably expect to see coming from charity and I, um, will be mostly Canadian content. You know, we'll be wanting to speak to, um, Canadian people within OCR. Um, you know, not necessarily just the athletes, but, you know people that um just do weekend warriors um you know uh, there's a segment that i'm wanting to potentially put together which is uh you know the significant others of ocr where you know we get to talk to the the, the dads and the moms that uh, you know get left behind or come out and get dragged into it and you know either just don't understand it or love you know providing some sort of support for, you know, their their kin or for their spouse or whatever. So you know, if you know somebody that goes out all the time, you know, is rah, 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 you know, and you, you think we should have them on the show for that? Awesome. You know, that's, that's what we're looking for. But, um, you know, we're going to have elites, non-elites, you know, just people, you know, if you know people that uh, go out and help set up. For courses constantly. You know, we'd love to chat with that person just to see what that kind of experience is like. Um, you know, that kind of stuff.
3: Yeah, the, the the volunteers are actually what what make this happen when it comes to all the racing. Uh, you know, Spartan and Tough Mudder—they're multi-million-dollar international companies that rely very heavily on volunteers to make things happen. And uh, I saw it this year, and I—I I, I don't know if I missed it last year, but on the Muddies. They're uh, they asked for the volunteer of the year, and uh, yeah, I thought yeah. that was a pretty pretty cool honor to be asking for because there's, there's a lot of races where you see those same volunteers time and time again. You know, Maybe they volunteer at Tough Mudder and then you see them you know, four weeks later volunteering at the local Spartan and then you go down for a, a truly local event like something maybe at Grit Farm or something where it's uh, a small locals only and they're, they are volunteering there and those are the people that would be really nice to get on the show too. I, I
0: would say when BTEC started it was supposed to be about everything you know it wasn't just supposed to be about the athletes and all that and that's what i love about bringing you guys on is it brings us back to what it was originally supposed to be it's a network of hosts talking to every aspect of the sport all the way from you know i want to talk to like you said i think that's awesome let's bring in you know the spouse or the 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 parents or even the kids of the people that follow, you know, their, their kin around, you know, just to their events and help them out, do all that stuff, um, you know, talking to even doctors, talking to nutritionists. I mean, everything is bringing every aspect of the sport into one spot. And that's what I think is great about you guys is it, it helps tie everything into where where we, we should have been before. So I think it's going to be a great move into y'all.
1: Well, and I like how you guys recently did that podcast, The Open Letter to Spartan. Um, I didn't realize the situation happened to that that woman, and then after listening, reading her letters, things like that that need to come forefront, too. Just the stories of things that went well, things that went bad, people that overcame huge obstacles to finish that first rugged maniac, or even a phone fest. So I'm thinking we can also tie in a lot of human, relatable stories, so... an average person is like, hey, if that person can run a foam fest or a rugged, I can too, which will bring more people into the sport.
0: Exactly. And that was a lot. In the very beginning, there was a lot of me talking to, and it was mainly just Packers, um, talking to the people that inspired me within the Beast. And that's why a lot of them, and I mean, I don't know if they even know this, that the original reason I picked a lot of people was because they inspired me in some way. You know, there's ones like uh, Lisa and Lindy and Charity. Uh, you, you've always been great to watch. I mean, the, everything you know, you're writing, all that kind of stuff. Um, Candace, the one that you just mentioned with the open letter to Spartan, I have actually, that was her third time on the show, was when we wow. did the open letter. So she's inspired me with a lot of the stuff she does. Um, she's been going through a lot of personal stuff that I know about and others don't, but it, it's been a rough time for her last year, and she's just kind of quit through it and gone, you know, and done amazing. And there's other people, like I said, like Sam Lindy and. Uh, I can name so many: Christina Horton, Emily, Ali. All these people that I've done originally, who started off bigger, lost a bunch of weight, got in the, you know great shape, and worked their butts off, literally. Um, and those are the people that I really like to talk to. Is the inspirational stories. So, mm-hmm. and I mean originally my it was supposed to be like I said it was supposed to be a network of shows it was supposed to be multiple hosts and the monday show was supposed to be a motivational monday and that was why originally all my monday and I was that monday host but I just never got the others they just stayed monday and that's why originally almost all of them were somebody that motivated me or that I thought would motivate us. people so I grabbed a lot of those stories that's the one that I love you know the ones that say hey I was you know 300 pounds then i started doing Spark. now i've lost a bunch of weight you know it's, it's amazing and i got off the couch you know to motivate those people that think hey i can't do this i'm too big i'm out of shape i'm whatever well you might be now but if you work at it you can be you know you know you can do the same thing as the rest of you. so yeah
4: yeah we've got quite a few people that uh did the same and you know that we can bring onto the show so that's uh i think i think you know those kinds of stories are definitely inspiring for sure and having some of that and all the other kind of stuff that we want to mix in like i know right at the moment it's just one show uh, a month but um you know that's it's all that charity and i think we can probably deal with that at the beginning but as we do it more and talk to more people and get more information coming in about other people we may end up wanting to maybe do it twice a, a week um so you know, we just need to fill it into our own schedule and uh, get much better at it. You know, it's just going to get better with time, right? So,
0: when I first started, you listen to a lot of the very first episodes. They aren't very good. Eh. I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. It takes a little while to get used to do it. Luckily, you have, you know, me and Kyle have experience in Don, you know, doing it. So any of the technical issues, we can help you with. Um, you know, and then we've kind of come up with, you know, the way a show should run. And for me, I've always been the know which you can tell i don't like structure i like just getting on the phone with somebody and talking and i feel like it is just so much more natural it's such a better show than a lot of these other ones that i listen to it's like it's structured questions and it's like no you know if i have questions i want to ask and i'll try and get to them and if i don't whatever most time there's been episodes that i end up learning things i never even had any idea would happen if i had a you know a structured show it's just You know talk to them and i get to know the people a lot of times at the same time as the audience so it makes it a blast so it's you'll get better with it and it's going to be awesome and it it takes a while to get the the time and figure out how much time it's going to take um that was the hardest part for me for a long time was finding the time and freaking out because there's some episodes that came out on monday that i recorded at 10 o'clock on sunday and edited and threw out there you know Recorded it. He maybe spent five minutes on editing it. Just throwing the intro out. He wanted that Monday morning show to happen every time. So it's you know it it takes a little while to get used to.
4: Yeah, yeah. I feel we'll probably just uh, you know we'll do our homework on who we're gonna have on the show. We're gonna have some points that we might wanna bring up or ask the person. But um, yeah, like structure. That just seems like you're reading off cue cards, and and it you know doesn't allow for an organic flow at all. You know, it may make for tougher editing because there's going to be a lot of blank spots while you're like, or uh, er, uh, and just thinking of stuff. But uh, like you said, that'll just get better as as things go along. And luckily, the audience doesn't need to really listen to all that stuff because it's going to
0: get edited out. Hmm. Yeah, don't that editing part, I say so a lot, and yeah, a lot, a lot. Oh yeah, me
2: too. I say I say, I say uh and like, um, I, I yeah, I just did it right there. But I do say uh a lot, so it's like you will hear. Um or I will say that it does take a lot to uh, a lot of time, and Don knows this, and I know Mike knows this too. But like, it takes a lot of time to edit out a lot of the uhs there's just a ton it takes a lot of time um, i mean i've i've gotten to the point to where whenever um i was doing my own editing and stuff i wouldn't even worry about the us anymore i was just i'm like you know what i'm just going to leave them in there cuz it you know it doesn't do me any good to sit there and try and re- you know review um, and listen to every single uh and take every uh out um so i'm just like you know I'm just going to leave it in there and it, to me, I think it, it does sound, I mean, a little bit more natural for me, but, um, yeah, it's just, it, it gets, it can get very tedious and it, there have been days where I've been editing and it's taken me hours to come up with 45 minutes of episode time just because I'm scrutinizing every single little, uh, and, um, but I mean, you know, it's, you know, take it as you will. And, and like you said, it'll get better. And once you, you know, once you develop your own, um, rhythm to things and you develop your own, your your own structure, you know, I know you said it it one, you know, you want it to be free form and stuff like that. And that's, and that's honestly, I feel like my episodes, yeah, exactly. It is a mental thing. And it's something that, you know, you definitely have to be conscious of. Um, it's definitely something that I've been trying to work on and it, hasn't really, hasn't really worked. Um, it just because that's such a natural part of how I speak, I guess. And, um, the, the other thing I would say is, um, I've noticed that when you do have this natural, uh, I guess flow about things, it's not such a structured, um, interview with, you know, cause I, I ask a lot of questions during, um, my interviews and stuff like that. And some of the times where I've gone, kind of out of the way and um, kind of tried to touch on subjects other than, than racing. Um, I haven't really had as, as much a like a response from, um, like the people I'm interviewing because I feel like they get the, um, they get like the, the mindset that it's all about the race and I'm supposed to, you know, we're supposed to be talking about, um, race related or OCR related stuff. Um, I know that this, um, this upcoming, well for for now will be upcoming, but this past episode that uh, I just interviewed for it was uh, Brian May. We started kind of talking about um, the music that we run to. You know, I kind of took a sidebar and and that actually really had a lot of just natural conversation that didn't feel so burdened. It didn't feel so weighted. you know, it, there was no pressure in that conversation. Um, and it was just it was such a natural fit. And that's something I'm trying to work on myself. Is I've been so structured in my interviews that I'm trying to get more natural feel to them. And I feel like, I feel like you and Charity would be like a really good fit for that because you, I mean, just listening to you guys already, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of knowledge about OCR. There's a lot of uh, familiarity with um, your fellow racers and stuff like that. And I honestly feel like it'll be such a natural conversation between anybody that you guys are, are interviewing. Well, thank you. Mm-hmm. And you do say, uh, and um" a lot. <laughs> oh yeah, I do. It's a mental thing.
4: <laughs> it is, you know, it's, it funny. I, I had a coworker that was the same way. Um, you know, I, I, I guess, you know, I'm even hearing myself saying it now too, a lot, but it's one of those things, right?
0: Yeah. It is. It's part of the things with the show for me, I even found actually doing college again now and trying to do some college courses, I put it in my writing. <laughs> I, I put so in my writing when I'm writing. It's like, we're like, so no, and then I'm like, shut up! Yeah, so, yeah, it's one of those... In oh. the, the <laughs> like you sure you're not transcribing that. It's, it's probably, but it's one of those things where, like, the flow in there, they interview it. It takes a little while, and the very first one that I did, it was kind of, you know, it took me a while to get the flow, and sometimes you get the one... Sometimes it works great, but there have been some of the ones that I've done that didn't work so well. You just you couldn't get the person to really talk. Um, for me and it was just it was tough. But then there's others like I did with uh, Nub and I mean I, I felt like I could have sat there and just talked to him for hours. I mean, we got along we just clicked the second we started talking, and it became like this fun, great conversation that there was some things in there that, you know, that may not have normally been on the podcast, you know, decapitation and that kind of stuff, but it happened. It was a good episode.
1: Yeah, it's definitely a lot better when you can just have a chit chat because people can relate to people that it sounds like they're having a cup of coffee or something, not as super professional, like, here's 10 questions, answer these 10 questions, and we're good. So I agree. Organic is better.
0: Yeah, the organic is. The only thing I would say is, like, there's one thing I do that drives Don nuts. I can't sit still. So, like, when I do my other shows, I'm sitting down across from the people I'm talking to. So it's easier for me to sit there because I'm talking to them and I can see them. If I can't see them, I'm just on the phone. I pace. So on a lot of the episodes, Don will get whiny because you can hear me, like I think in one of the episodes I was doing dishes I mean, there's just random weird things that I do while I'm around the house as I get bored so yeah, so that's one of the fun things with Dawn that has to edit out it cracks me up every time.
1: when we did our Tough mutter interview I was actually doing meal prep in my kitchen so I'm the same way, so I was on the laptop talking to you, doing my meal prep for the week you
0: know, it, it works it is what it is, I mean, for me, like I said I mean, when I do my other shows, you know, I'm literally sitting across from the person in the studio Um, so it's a lot different because, you know, I can see them and you can, you've got the visual cues that you Mm -hmm. don't over the phone and it's a completely different thing. So, yeah. Yeah. So it'll be fun to kind of find
1: out what kind of quirks
0: you and Ryan have. So we we know what mine are, you know, what what tiles are. So now we're going to see what your guys' quirks are.
1: Very true. Hey, Ryan.
4: That we shall. Have the, um... I know we've talked about. Uh, well, we haven't really talked a lot about what uh, kind of upcoming races Judy and I are doing. You know, like I, like I said earlier, we're we're planning on at least doing the the Spartan and the the Tough Mudder here in Whistler. Um, we may try and make it over stateside to do the Tough Mudder again this year. I think we definitely want to hit that one. I'm not sure about uh, the Seattle Super or Beast weekends. Um, I think it's the, the Super. That's first, and the weather during that time is always horrendous. Uh, the Beast doesn't seem to be too bad. We've gone and done the Beast each year. Um, do the beasts do, do you guys plan on coming into Canada at all this year?
3: Well, the one the one catch that happened this year is Tough Mudder and Tough Mudder Seattle and the Whistler. Um, <clears throat> The Whistler Spartan are the same weekend so it kinda makes mm. for a choice for us. Um we're looking seriously at trying to get out to Darcy Jofu's uh races, the X Warriors. Um Allison okay. has asked us to come up come up and uh check out her races and then uh Ryan Cock, who will be I hope that's how you pronounce it, that's how it looks, it looks like Ryan Cock. But uh <laughs> I think it might but, be
2: Koch or Coach, something like that. I
3: don't. Know. I, don't I don't think but, if I had that last name, I would want to pronounce that way. <laughs> well, that's, just that's how it. it was pronounced when I was in high school. There was a kid with that name, and uh, and they couldn't live down their last name. But uh, <clears throat> he's got a, a new race series. Uh, he was really big with Smart in Canada, and when they went back to to spartan north america when when canada lost the franchise um he decided to do his own race series out of armstrong bc and uh I mean, that's a little bit further drive over by Kamloops. but uh but again he's got uh four or five uh endurance style races planned uh coach alley's got five i believe up there and the next warrior has five or six uh race weekends, plus all their virtual races. I mean, it's going to turn into a heck of a year. Plus, x Warrior uh, has picked up uh, some street racing. They're doing uh, and some trail racing, and it's definitely a the Canadian swing for us is, is looking like something we need to figure out excellent yeah i
4: I've heard the X warrior uh charity and I have had mixed results with some of the uh, the you know the previous virtual races that we've done with them, just you know customer service issues et cetera et cetera but um you know, we're always willing to give people you know at least two chances you know let them try again, so that's something we want to definitely look into um what's ryan's uh race series called
3: so it's uh Swanson Grit presents the fire and Ice. Endurance series qualifier. Um, in okay. He's got a handful. Yeah, he's got a handful of other ones there, and they're all out of uh, Armstrong, BC. Which I had to look it up because you well, know, now I know where Canyon Alpine and I know where Armstrong is, and uh, well, until until recently, I had no reason to even know they existed. They don't have any hockey teams that I follow, so hey,
0: yeah, it's a little bit out you know, there, you're but. but uh... <laughs> One of the first things you learn, learn how to ask them how to pronounce their name. Because as a comedian, I, I've had people mispronounce my last name, and that's pretty bad. So, yeah. never want to um, pronounce the person's name wrong. And get a whiny.
2: Mike Jamies. You no,
0: know, I actually kept looking Mike Jones. I kept calling Mike Jones like Mike three Jones. times in a row, and my, you know, the Who? third time, I grabbed the mic on hand, and I'm like, "It's Mike James, bitch." <laughs>
1: oh wow!
0: That's yeah, before I changed my name
3: to comedy. But yeah, now, it, it's funny because one of the top uh, tough mudder racers is a guy named Mark James out of California that uh, I started talking to, following a little bit on Facebook and listening to what his story was. And yeah, there you go, Mark James, same as your brother. Hopefully, no,
0: it's not the same as my brother.
3: And now, a word from our sponsors. Like what you hear. Make sure and subscribe and review us on your favorite podcast platform. Be sure to find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you're using YouTube, please click the little red subscribe icon. Then click the little bell for notifications of future episodes. And if you could, give us a thumbs up. And we're back. I can't get over how many Ryans are out in the OCR world.
4: I've got that shirt that, the uh, ORM put together, Ryan, 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 and John. It's quite a few of them.
3: That is true. Um, actually a couple of nights here. uh you know, the, the big thing for me and, uh, I've been reaching out to a lot of pro athletes and, uh, and I talked about this on our two year anniversary special, how the pro athletes any of them that get PR reps is getting harder and harder to get in touch with them. And, uh, I'm pretty excited because, you know, coming up, we've got the, uh, what was her nickname, the Canadian Crusher or something?
1: Yeah, Faye standing.
3: Canadian Crusher. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we got her. And then I don't know what it is with Faye's. We've got uh, Spartan Pro Masters, uh, Faye Morgan coming on. We've got just a lot of of pros finally starting to come on. It's been a lot of work to get them. um, and, And... now with you guys recording, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, you now, the other thing is, like Mike was saying, we're not just going for pro athletes, though. We're going for next-level athletes, do-it-yourselfers. Uh, my favorite is getting race directors on and asking them, why the hell do you punish us like this?
1: <laughs> um, you
3: know, we had uh, Kul Cha, um, who does the firefighter fit endurance, uh, also used to be a Spartan Kryptea. You know, and, and and he talks a lot about uh, about stuff like that. And a while back, we had somebody on that uh, that was talking about you know the death race, cryptals, how they're just specifically trying to get you to throw up, die, and quit. Um, <laughs> and and just anything we can do to get those kind of people is a lot of fun because it's it's all about getting a lot more than just just the uh, pro athletes. but it's pretty cool that we're finally getting some. Um, they're not skirting us anymore.
1: No, that's sure. Even people that maybe have been the sport, and I guess and I'm using air quotes, have retired and have moved on to different things and different successes. That they basically say OCR brought me this path. Those would be interesting stories too, I think.
3: Well, and the, the overall concept of the show. Technically, um, we rolled it out to overall fitness. Uh, you know, we've had some some ultra marathon runners, some marathon runners, some ultra trail runners. Um, heck, we even had an international women's hockey player on, and you know, just just trying to expand the show outside of just OCR because, you know, honestly, with, with your training charity, with uh, with the nutrition, and you know, if you branch into regular, uh, you know, uh, training, you know, all of a sudden you're going to be working with people that are outside of OCR a lot more. You know, if you're not already, um, you know myself. I know I talk with people all the time. They're like, "Oh yeah, I'm a runner." I'm like, you should run off road with me. No, I don't like mud.
1: Yep.
3: <laughs> and it's just like, all right, well, and and it's really cool just talking with them. You know, what what got you into running? Why do you run? Why do you keep running? And mm-hmm. uh, their stories can just kind of be crazy.
1: Yeah, and the people you're right that don't know OCR. We talk about you know barbed wire or bruises or cuts and scrapes and you know, carrying buckets and almost throwing up. And I guess now for you guys, the electric shock, and you're like, why do you do that to yourself? I and mean, then you explain to them, the community, the people, the fact it's not elite five-star athletes that are out there doing it only and everything else, and that's what draws people. So that would be an interesting way to, to draw more interesting stories in as well, I think.
3: So, Kyle, you've been really quiet tonight. Is there anything that uh, that you wanted to bring up, talk with our new Canadian friends?
1: Um,
2: (laughs) no honestly not not really off the top of my head um like i know we've been we kind of talked about you know how they're uh the structure that they'll take you know on their show um honestly i'm i'm just kind of sitting here listening and um i know that i don't i don't really necessarily get in uh, on a lot of the I guess you could say the the technical talks, um, just because I know that you're, we're, I figured we were kind of directing this whole thing towards like the, the technical production aspect of their show and stuff like that. Um, and I know that's more your gig. Um, I mean, <clears throat> I, I will say that uh, I, I did actually... Um, enjoy um, meeting both of them this d- during this past Tough Mudder, and that I feel like they are actually a very like a perfect fit to the like the beast net, um, you know, conglomeration if you want to call it that. Um, but uh, I, I honestly feel like they would they are a great addition to it, and um, I'm really I can't wait to hear what they have to say and what they have to you know, they interview and all that kind of stuff because. Um, like I said before, you know, they have a lot of experience with the races and they're very familiar with a lot of the the Canadian races and stuff up there and, um, you know, being ambassadors for, you know, um, multiple different uh, race companies and stuff like that. Um, I feel like that gives them a much better um, in, like a much better platform. You know, and it, I think it'll actually make this much more of a breeze for them to kind of go through and interview people. I know that we had, you know, they had talked about us, you know, what our plans were for coming up to Canada. And you'd mentioned X-Warrior. That was kind of a big thing for me was I kind of wanted to do a lot more localized things. Um, I know that we've been doing a lot of the bigger name races, Tough Mudder, um, you know, Spartan, obviously. And then I have been interviewing with a lot of race directors and stuff this year. And I, personally, I feel like that's where I kind of want to go when it comes to to answer Charity and Ryan's question of, you know, when we're going to come up to Canada. Um, I kind of want to do some, you know, more localized stuff. Um, I really do want to go up to Canada. We had talked about the X-Warrior, and I know that you had said that you had kind of mixed results and stuff. But I'm actually kind of really looking forward to to traveling, mainly because I really want to see um, the beautiful countryside. I I really enjoy traveling a lot. Um, especially nature, it's kind of a huge thing for me. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, really that's, that's kind of all I've got is I just, I really want to do some local stuff and, you know, especially if if it involves getting together with, you know, everybody in the Beastnet team and (laughs) cool
3: to get Um, to a a new era. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. That's the thing is it's, it's (laughs) supposed to be a, a network and, uh, you know, it went from Michael all by himself, which is not a network, um, to now we're up to to four hosts and a and a manager. So I mean, that's that's getting pretty close to a network. We're not quite uh, ESPN yet, but uh, you know, we'll keep working on it.
4: Yeah, you know, as people see what we're kind of bringing to the table. Um, you know, they could reach out to you guys and say, "Hey, you know, we 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 might be able to do the same thing in our area. We know quite a few people in the OCR industry, or are willing to you know virtual meet a bunch of them. And I think you know we, you can have us on your show and have us you know start as a co-host on one of your shows and bring them in. And if things seem to be working from there, then say, hey, you know what, you can just have your own show." The uh, the fix on the other hand, we, we just we're we're good enough that we can just get our own show. We don't we don't need to interview, so
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: I, I think you guys had a six hour interview really? out in Black Times, yeah. Washington. Yeah.
0: There you go. No, really what it was is you were the only Canadians that would talk, but
4: <laughs> <laughs> all you crazy people out there, you know, we fit right in. It was great.
0: Yep. Actually, it is great. It's awesome. I mean, that course is crazy. That was a fun, that was a fun course.
4: It yeah, was. It was definitely a good course.
0: I can't wait. Yeah. No, it's one of those, you guys do fit in, and that's kind of one of the things I did want to with the, the, the host for the show, and one of these I picked Kyle was, you know, Kyle had a lot, you know, was a lot the same way I was, but different in ways, so it gave the show, A little bit of a you know variety to it, and then bringing you guys in, we're still we all fit together as a family, and we all complement each other. So it'll be kind of one of those where we're just just enough alike to make it work, but just different enough to make it seem like people are getting a variety when they listen.
2: Yeah, I can dig that.
3: I
1: know. I agree. Actually, we seem to all play well off each other. when we started streaming for you guys, when we were coming down that big hill at Tripwire and then we met up, we all just kind of clicked and hung out for most of it. I know we had to bail early to grab our kid, but yeah, it was just like, it was like we knew each other for years the way we just all kind of clicked on course, and I I like that. Yeah, it, it's
3: yeah I think uh, cool. 20, it was really cool.
1: 2020 is going to be great. Mm, it is epic. Raise the bar. We've probably gone
3: close to or You're over to the one hour mark, which is kind of where we like to run the show, anyways, so. Yeah, I got an we, hour and the, we got all the pre episode stuff where I'm gonna be able to make some uh some trailers and spots out of it hopefully. Uh one of the things that, that I wanna mention anybody who's actually sat here and listened to this entire episode you know if you're going to take the time to listen to us you can also go ahead and subscribe or like or if you're listening on the anchor.fm app which is where we host all this you can actually hit the button and record voicemails and tell us what you think of the show um, what racers or what people you think we should talk to and you know you can sit there and and, if it's something we can use on the air we'll Go ahead and just screen it and put it up on the air, you know, whatever uh, your voice, the voice recording voicemail you left us. So that's one of the really cool things with anchor.fm, you know, aside from the fact they have all these free tools for creating all these podcasts and they host us for free. They also give us the, the cool option for, for people to go ahead and, uh, and give us feedback. And if people really like us, they could, they could click on the, the thing and, and send us 99 cents a month or something. And, uh, and maybe then we could actually buy some real equipment or something.
4: Do you like challenges that are fun, tough, and might use tacos? Head on over to beastchallenge.com and check out our upcoming events, including Beast's 5K+, Plus, a combination of race and endurance event, and the Bucket Mile. Keep an eye on the Beast's OCR Facebook group for event gatherings. For more information, head on over to beastchallenge.com and the Beast's OCR
0: Facebook group. You'll be glad you did
3: Mike, you got anything else for the fix tonight?
0: No, um, just uh, I really look forward to seeing, you know, like I said, uh, what fix you guys are going to have. So, what, what, what you're going to bring to the show, I think it's going to be really cool having the, the variety of the two of you. Yeah, and I think it's, it's going to really add to what BeastNet can bring to the world. So, I think it's awesome. I can't wait to see it.
4: I think having two people doing, you know, two two people, two married people stuck together, uh, you know, hosting the show is going to be uh, a quite quite fun, especially, you know, the way Charity and I can get each other and work with each other. Um, I, I think it's good. It you know, may take an episode or two for that to flourish, but uh, I think it's going to be good.
2: Yeah, and I, I kind of think, too, like what Mike was talking about with his other show is um, that you guys will be able, you and, you know, you and charity will be able to feed off of your visual cues with each other. Um, And I think that's, that also will really contribute to the natural feel of the interviews and stuff um, that you guys won't have to, you know, you'll have that, you, know, you can like look at each other and you know that one person is, you know, trying to interject with something or something like that, so it doesn't get all, um, you know. We've, we've already figured the, that out. We
4: just kind of point at each other and go, "Do you want to answer <laughs> this, or you, am I going to answer this?"
3: <laughs>
4: yeah. So, you know, it would well, be not great not. if we could all be on. Like, let's all just turn our cameras on next time, and we can just point at each other and be like, "What's up?" You know, like, "Are you going to are yeah. you going to message next, or what's up?" You know. <laughs> And uh, you know, eventually, we we'd love to you know bring it just past a, a podcast and you know do a little bit of a recording and maybe be able to release both out at the same time. Do like a, a video recorded podcast kind of thing too, right?
0: I think John was going to answer that one. I know that's something that he's been working on, finding a way to make a YouTube channel work. I know he's tested it. He- a cut for a while and really wasn't getting a whole lot of feedback on it yet so i know he's been looking at other ways to make that work so yeah
2: i'm totally down with the video production side of things like i mean that's something i've always been interested in so awesome make it happen
3: yep that and uh new year um yeah, starting early next year. Um, I'm working on, like I said, I'm working on a lot of partnerships, but there, there's an opportunity that we're working on where we may be able to do some, uh, some written interviews that, that coincide with the podcasts next year. And, uh, and hopefully I can get that up and rolling, uh, early enough in the year and say everyone be able to get out and see that. It'll be a lot of, a lot of real cool things that tie into each other. Um, but yeah, this has been a heck of a year. I, I came on board back in, uh, back in, I gotta think, August, and just in the last four months, I've had to learn everything from you know, audio production in the digital age. I mean, when I was in college, we were just getting into that, but, but we were still cutting and splicing the uh, actual like, magnetic tape back then. So if you need somebody to do that, I can do that real well. Just need a couple of different tools, mm-hmm. and you can do that. But now I'm learning how to do it digitally. Managing the, the multiple different social media pages, managing multiple emails. Uh, <laughs> I had a kid at work the other day ask me for my email, and I was like, well, what email do you want? And he's like, I don't know, one that I can send something that's not work related to. And so I sent him 13 emails, and he was like, Pick one.
1: Oh, no. Oh, I hear you, though, about the managing of the social media because I've got a page for my business, Instagram for the business, email for the business, and I have to flip back and forth when I'm sending stuff out. I'm like, where am I sending this from again? What day is it? <laughs> so I hear you. It can be a challenge.
3: Yeah, exactly. So, uh, you know, for today's uh, big announce, I mean, if they're still listening out there. You know, the big deal is is that these net we're going international we're getting crazy we've got uh our canadian friends are going to help us out with this and uh we're just all gonna have a bunch of fun um with that uh i'm kind of i'm kind of good wrapping up tonight and we can make an episode out of this uh you guys got anything else for the for the group oh man
4: just keep it real you here in a little tiny town and want to be heard reach on out
1: yeah and i know this sounds crazy and all this a talk and, and poke and fun. But seriously, though, if you want to talk to us, OCR, running, nutrition, anything, if we're open to ideas and suggestions, so feel free to reach out. We don't bite hard. <laughs> <laughs> <All right>. What? It's
4: going to
0: be fun. It's a good thing. Oh, yes. You um, broke me. Be, I mean the one thing a lot of people don't realize honestly in August when Don and Kyle stepped in I was ready to give up um, I spent almost two years doing it by myself I was out. I was done um, Kyle and, and John stepped in to, to help me do some of it and now rather than just help me keep it going he's Don and Kyle have made it ten times better than it was so now um, you know with that addition of you guys I think it's going to make it even more even, even better so it, it's amazing, you know, everything that's happened. So thank you, all of you, for
1: your contributions today. Yeah.
4: <clears throat> like Mike, thank really you for the including head. us and folding us in.
1: Yeah.
3: And with that, have a good day, <laughs> eh? Hey.
1: And I hope everyone feels that like whatever this be. cold is going yeah. on. <sighs>
3: gonna be a lot of a lot of A's and a lot of hosers in the show now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't be such a hoser, eh? Which which reminds me, I actually uh <clears throat> I've
2: actually made it my plan to sit down and and watch Strange Brew for the first time ever. Nice. Wow. Yeah, I've never seen it. Yeah, I
3: g I gotta edit I gotta edit that out. I can't I can't let that air. <laughs> okay.
0: yeah, you can let that out. We can let that get out of the world. <laughs> We <laughs> well, dead. It's Take not a exactly day. an
4: American show.
0: Take a drink every well, time they say the word "a."
4: Oh, oh God, I'll be dead. You will be, be hammered the within the first five minutes. No, not not well, end of yeah, the episode. I, no, you're you're not getting an hour in.
0: <laughs> well. I think I was in by thirties before I ever saw the entire movie.
2: Well, my nickname is Hammer. I could just add two more, you know, I could add two more letters to that and just be hammered. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh! Which I'm
1: sure I'll be after that. They have a 12 Days of Christmas on Facebook
2: somewhere. But I, know, on I
0: actually,
4: I had the had. LP.
2: I honestly had it. I um, well, I saw that Ryan. I saw that Ryan added it or uh, put it up on on Facebook the other night. So I actually listened to it, and I seriously, I got like, I don't know, maybe a, a minute in, and I laughed super hard at the very first day of Christmas where they where they just said and a beer. Yes. <laughs> and like just, that, just just that alone was hilarious enough.
1: I, I thought that was awesome oh yeah it's brilliant we don't bite her
0: thanks for listening to the BeastNet podcast if you haven't done it yet find us on facebook like and share the podcast give us a review on itunes or spotify all these things will help to expand the show in the future this show is brought to you by james safety services in partnership with beast ocr don't forget to subscribe and let us know what you think and what you like to hear you can
3: find us on facebook Twitter, Instagram, or at beastocr.com.